Hello there. I'm Jackie Pang, your host, and this is A Quiet Divorce, a modern tell-all about my personal divorce journey and how I rebuilt and got my life back. This podcast is for all women that has ever been in a relationship, marriage, or went through a divorce. I find the best way to learn is through another person's experience to better understand your own. Get inspired, find your strength, and learn how to use your voice to have a better relationship with your partner or simply yourself. So grab a seat and let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome back for the very first episode of season three. And this is A Quiet Divorce. We are finally back, ladies, and I am so, so excited. I hope you guys are too. So this week's episode is my takeaway. What are my biggest takeaways and lessons that I learned from my divorce and all the experiences that I've had? Whether it was through learning another person's story, sharing my own, or just working through all of the stuff, all the stuff that I had to get through to get to a better place. I wanted to take this time as my first episode of season three to talk about my most impactful lessons, the most impactful ones that I learned, and share them with all of you. You know, I get so, so many questions about my divorce, my rebuild, how to deal with co-parenting, best practices, and most importantly, how I regain my confidence back after a divorce or breakup. And that is really what season three is going to be all about. There's going to be a lot more sharing stories, learning about my personal experiences on various topics, and just continuing the journey of healing together, you and me. So let's get into today's episode. I would like to share my four top pieces of advice that I really felt helped me get through my divorce. These lessons were a combination of self-healing, better co-parenting, what really worked for me, and just finding myself again. So here are the four lessons. Number one, prioritize yourself, ladies. Number two, co-parenting and the best approaches and what really worked for me. Number three, never stop reinventing yourself, ladies. And lastly, number four, the trade-offs, all the trade-offs that we make. So let's get started. Number one, prioritize and focus on yourself, ladies. Make yourself the first priority and take care of yourself first and foremost. And I know that sounds really selfish, especially if you have children, but carving out even an hour a day for yourself, just an hour a day is absolutely life-changing because it allows you to focus on yourself and take care of the one person that basically takes care of everybody else. Plus, it gives you something to look forward to every day. And isn't that great? Have something to look forward to, something that you know is for you, that you're doing something good for you. And it can be a different thing each day. Do the things that make you happy, the little things that brought you joy before you got married, before you got divorced, or even before you had kids. 
think back, what were those things that made you happy? And I know that sounds like, oh, that's easy to do, but it's actually a lot harder than one might think. For me, I started by writing things down, getting all the thoughts in my mind on paper. And by adding myself to my to-do list every day, I was able to prioritize myself. For example, I love, 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 love getting massages and pedicures as a maintenance thing, and I did this before I got married or had kids. It was definitely something I budgeted for myself and made sure I kept up with no matter what. Because getting a pedicure for me, it just made me feel better. And it seems small, I know, but sometimes it's the small things that bring you the greatest joy. And that's really what we're searching for, isn't it? Bits of joy here and there. Sometimes I would even forego my Starbucks drink or buying a new outfit just to ensure that I had enough money to still splurge on the things that made me feel better about myself. That's the key. Doing something that makes you feel better about you. And if pedicure massages isn't your thing, what is? Think of it. Think of what makes you feel better about yourself. And do that. Do just that. And it's a very individual thing, ladies. So just think about what makes you feel better. What makes you feel prettier? What makes you feel taken care of? And that's what you should do. A little something for yourself every day. So the next thing, number two on the list, co-parenting and how to navigate this new dynamic of being suddenly, seemingly a single mom. I mean, even though I had my ex to help me every other week, he would have the kids. The weeks I had them, I definitely felt like a single mom because I had to do everything and make every decision on my own. It was hard for sure in the beginning, but there are many things you can do to ease the transition. I have always advocated honesty, always. And to be as honest with yourself and your kids as much as you feel comfortable. You know, I had a difficult co-parenting situation in the beginning. So I really, really had to dig deep and decide on what kind of parent I wanted to be because that's really the only part that you can control. Focus on yourself and the image you want to put out there. You know, when I first got divorced, I definitely tried to take the highest possible road. My ex-husband's family definitely chose to push all the blame onto me and even poorly influenced my kids in the worst possible way, instead of admitting fault or taking responsibility for their mistakes. But again, You can't control or change other people's choices or behavior. You can only decide how you will react to them. And I have learned a long time ago that not every reaction, I mean, not every action deserves your reaction. So instead of doing that, I decided to educate instead of retaliate. I would sit with my kids and just talk to them. Even when it was hard, I would try to give them two sides to every story. Let them ask the questions again and again, and just give them the honest answers, the truth. And believe me, believe me, ladies, it's so much easier to accept the truth than it will ever be to accept a lie. But of course, there are two sides to that coin. 
Yes, I'm saying take the high road if you can. But also be easy on yourself on the days of the moments when you can't take the high road. And it's just so damn hard to stay on that road. Admittingly so, it was hard for me too, and I'm not going to pretend like I didn't have my rough, rough days because I did. But I also had some good moments, and just know at the end of it, it will be okay. No matter how rough the start, it does get better. I remember in my first year after my divorce, my texts with my ex were mainly about the kids, and sometimes they were about us. And it was hard because, of course, we never saw eye to eye, hence the divorce. So we would disagree by text and have these crazy back and forth text fights. And my parents would always just tell me, oh, don't respond to him. Just ignore his texts. Well, that's a lot easier said than done. Because I always, I still had so much to say back then. So I would always respond and it just always ended in this crazy, crazy argument back and forth, back and forth, and nothing got resolved. And then one day, somehow, the Texas just stopped. And it was quiet. It was nice. So when I say, take the high road and don't react, that's best intentions, of course. It doesn't always go that way. I get it. But have an intention and go back to that place whenever you can. Don't give up. Just keep telling the truth. Stand by your truth. And one day, one day, it will all make sense, even to your kids. Moving on to number three. Never, ever stop reinventing yourself, ladies. What do I mean by that? We're never just one person, right? We're never just a mom, a wife, a friend, a daughter, or a sister. We are all so much more than that. And it's up to us to keep reinventing the many, many faces that we have within us. You know, we're not just one person before we become another person. There are many layers within each one of us. Let me use myself as an example. So 15 years ago, I met my ex, right? I was an executive at a large corporate hotel, and then I decided for some mind and body health. So I studied to be a Pilates instructor and taught for a couple years, and then I met my husband. So now I'm someone's wife, then we had kids, and I'm a mom now. We wear so many hats, ladies, all the time because we're never just one thing. We're never just one person. So when I got divorced, I am now what? I'm a single mom co-parenting, but I'm also a divorced mom. And since I didn't want that to be the last title that I carry, I started to think of who else I could be. I started to really take that thought more seriously. What else, who else did I want to be? Then I started baking. So I became a baker. Then I started a business and then started selling my French macarons and even opened a small shop. So now I'm a business owner on top of many other things. So we're never just one person. Never just one. 
Think about all the other hats that you could wear, ladies. We are so skilled at so many things. Everybody is so, so talented in their own way. You just have to figure out what it is and then figure out how to share it with the world. So never stop searching, never stop growing, and never stop reinventing the many, many faces of you. Learn how to pivot. That's my favorite word, pivot. Learn how to pivot is the best thing we can do for ourselves to ensure we never stop growing. And then the last piece of advice that I have for you today. Number four, trade-offs. What do I mean by trade-offs? You know, no matter how hard something may be, if it's something you really, really want and will ultimately make you happy, then just do it. Cast aside all the opinions of those that cannot support your happiness and do what makes you happy, ladies. This is very, very important. Life is full of trade-offs. And if there is something you really, really want, whether it's to be a yoga teacher or you want to own your own business, you want to become a baker, whatever it is, if it's something you really, really want, then it's probably worth it for you to figure it out. Figure out what the trade-off is to get what you want and make the trade. Make the trade, ladies. We are always changing, evolving, and growing. So embrace those changes and keep growing. On that note, we will continue next week with how to heal yourself. I really hope you found these lessons to be helpful and you can somehow apply them and make them your own. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. And as always, subscribe so you never miss an episode. And until next week, bye for now.